being a top asset manager for a real estate syndication or a real estate investment fund requires a lot of asset management. It requires the ability to handle the different properties, the portfolio properties, or even a single property to know what's going on so that you can make the best decisions possible for the benefit of your investors. We talked in the first video about property analysis and we talked in the second video about financial analysis. So this third video was going to talk about market analysis. What is going on in the market? Because that's gonna drive not only how we run our assets, not only how what we do in order to govern them, but also just how we look at whether it's time to buy more assets itself or is it time to sell them? They're all going on at the same time. So we talk about different approaches to it, not only demand drivers, but in this video, we're also gonna talk about the hierarchy of market analysis and a framework for looking at it under that framework. So this is a blast from the past video. It is from a series of videos I put together for very high top level real estate professionals, not only the best performing brokers, also people from REITs and other investment funds, really who were performing at that top level but wanted to take on the umbrella, do their own syndications, put together their own investment funds. So this video is from that series. I know you're gonna find it useful. We're talking about operations, we're talking about custody, and in this particular video, we're talking about the market analysis. Now you may first ask yourself, why are we talking about market analysis? I thought that's something that we do uh, when we're finding the property. Well, the reason we do it is to set a baseline for when we have that property and we're going to be doing pro uh, property management, we have that baseline of where it is. That baseline for the market analysis, it's gonna feed back into the command and it's gonna feed back into helping us make better decisions about what's coming down and changes that are happening. It also is gonna make uh, an impact when we do this analysis. We will be able to use this as well to communicate better with our investors about where the property is at each moment whenever we send those uh, analyses to them so that they always have an up-to-date feeling about you've got your handle on the property. So the reason is to set a baseline and to measure change from. In order to get from point A to point B, we first have to know exactly where point A is. We have to know where we are on the map at any given point. And so in order to get there, the only way to do that is to begin by doing a market analysis as well of the property. So that's the, that's the rationale behind we do it. Now, to start us off on this discussion of market analysis, let's talk about what those drivers are. Oops, let me move this off. Let's talk about what the drivers are that change the values of property, whether it's that demand. So what are the demand drivers? 
What are those demand drivers for a property? Well, I mean, we've got our basic property types, right? We've got our apartments. And this includes homes as well. So the primary driver of apartments and single family residences is population. Population is going up, there's going to be an increased demand on housing, right? That makes sense. If population's going down, then that's going to create a decrease in the demand on housing. What about for office and industrial? Well, we still have a demand driver of population, right? If there's less people, there is going to be less, uh, less of a demand that's put on offices and industrial. That makes sense. But the big one is employment. And that makes sense too, right? So the more people that, the more jobs that are being created, the more need there are for office space or industrial space to fill those jobs. Makes sense, right? And then lastly, let's talk about retail. Again, we have a demand of uh, population is important, right? Because if there's no people to shop there, there's not going to be much of a demand for retail. But it's also a it's it's a secondary uh, demand driver. It's also secondary to employment, but we still need employment in order to have that for retail. If there's people not present in the marketplace, like going for lunch, there's not going to be a demand for that lunch place on the corner, right? But the big demand is disposable income. And so these are the, the, the demand drivers that we keep our eye on, and they need to be measured for, particularly for your, prop, for your property types as well. So as we go along, you'll see that what we're doing is we're looking at those very specifically. So let's go, let's actually erase this. Make some room. So let's start with how we do our building analysis, our market analysis for our building. And here we're gonna start with our, uh, our SWOT analysis. What are the strengths of our building? What are the weaknesses of our building? And this is as it relates to the market itself. What opportunities do we see? And what threats are out there? So in other videos, we talk specifically about those property analysis that goes on, and we talk about the financial analysis goes on. But here now we're trying to look at the building through a slightly different lens. We're looking at it through the lens of how is this building seen in the marketplace? And that's what the SWOT analysis really focuses very well on, to being able to see it through that lens. 
So we come out a little bit, and now we talk about, so we looked first at the neighborhood, uh, the building, and now we're gonna zoom out, and we're going to look much broader at the neighborhood. So we're zooming out, we're walking away from the property and we're looking at the neighborhood. And here we want to document, I mean, we want a map. We wanna know where in the neighborhood this is. We wanna know what the boundaries of that neighborhood is, just so that we can document it and make sure that we understand changes to the neighborhood versus changes to the city at large. Uh, we wanna know what life cycle stage we're in. So for the different property types at this point in time, where is everything? Is this really an expanding area? Are we in the life cycle, is it, are we in an expansion phase or are we in a recession phase? It makes a big difference because it will pinpoint exactly when we start measuring changes that take place in the area around us, it'll start measuring so we can say, okay, well, we were obviously in, a, in an expansion stage at that point. So we would expect to see now that it's much later in the cycle and now that we're approaching over oversupply, that now it's becoming to be the point where we would expect our vacancies to rise a little. So we also want to have a good idea of our demographics and our psychographics. And we'll talk a little, we talked a little bit in the video on uh, market analysis for finding the property about psychographics, but it gives us sort of the flavor of, it's more of the qualitative view about what, who are the people in this neighborhood. And then lastly, what are the general trends? So where has this, uh, this neighborhood been going? Is it gentrifying? Is it becoming more industrial? Is it becoming, uh, is the income levels going down? Are they going up? Those are the kind of things we want to know. And we set that baseline for it. And so now we're going to zoom out even further. We're going to take another step back and we're going to say, okay, well, let's look at the entire region. And in the region, now we're talking about the whole area. Maybe it's the metropolitan service area. Maybe it is the whole county, something like that. And here, we, we again want to know the demographics You know, particularly we want to know what the population's doing and employment. We want to know what's the general absorption of new construction or, or properties becoming vacant. What's the normal vacancy? And so for all of these, we wanna have this map. And now there are specific things that we especially would like to know. I mean, I would especially like to see it documented early on so we have that baseline to measure against. And I'd like to know what, um, what is the vacancy rate? What is, um, 
What are the sale comps? What are the lease comps? How, how are those demographics set and how are they changing? And these go to all three of these areas. I wanna know those for each of those. And I wanna know those because I want to have that baseline that I can measure against again, and I can talk to my clients about it, and I can also manage my property much better based on it. So that was the video on market analysis. So not only those demand drivers important, but also that framework for market analysis, that hierarchy framework. So what's important at the property level all the way to the very big version of, of what's important and how it affects everything. And so it's that expanding view that is a, the what top asset managers do in order to be successful asset managers. My name is Tilda Muschietti. I am a syndication attorney for the Muschietti Syndication Law Group. If we can help you with your syndication, putting together an investment fund, we'd be happy to talk with you. Not only do we help you with the compliance piece of it, but we also can apply all of our expertise and knowledge in the business aspect of being a syndicator, an investment fund manager, ultimately so that you are successful. If we can help you with that, please don't hesitate to give us a call. Thank you.